three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. so much for listening this is the real pineapple and this is your humble host hunter here hope you're having a great night so far or having a great week whenever you're listening i've got a review here for coda uh child of death adults which is written and directed by a uh, cyan header who directed a film called uh Tolua, starring elliot page on netflix and i have not heard of that so now I have another movie to watch. I, I don't know how I didn't know that was a thing. But this movie stars uh, Amelia Jones playing Ruby Rose uh, Ross. Pardon me. You know her from uh, the film Two, uh, Two for Joy. And more than likely, you know her from the Netflix series Lock and Key, where she plays Kinsey. Um, so here's the thing. We're in early January. Pardon me. Uh, the uh, Super Bowl Sunday is when I typically upload my best and worst of, which will be the case this year for 2022. So I'm going through and I'm, I'm going through all the screeners I've got, and there's a lot. <laughs> so I've gone through all the screeners and things that I haven't seen yet so I can go ahead and consolidate my best and worst of. And this film in particular is on a lot of people's best of. So I was like, all right. It's on Apple TV. Let's let's see what this this got this has, and what I will say is by the end of this movie, I was crying so hard I couldn't I couldn't stop crying as I was watching this because at the end of the day, we I, and and I've brought this up. Uh, when it comes to Black Panther and just black cinema in general, you always are looking for, or at least I am, I, I, I tend to look forward to who's next, like who's on deck, who's going to be that male or female non-binary talent for the next 20, 30 years that's going to be providing great quality entertainment. And Amelia Jones, if this is any indication of what she can do on a consistent basis, She'll be right there with Haley Steinfeld and uh, uh, Cerise Ronan and Florence Pugh because Amelia Jones's performance as Ruby in this movie is incredibly special. And as I was sitting there watching it, my heart broke for her in the best way because something it, it, it's funny thinking about it. I've seen movies where, you know, a character is uh, is deaf. But I never thought about the concept of of a child like like it's one of those things that like you don't see often one person in the family being able to hear and going ahead and having to sign and kind of bear you know bear that burden for the rest of their family. And so when I was reading up on the synopsis on this, I went, "Huh, that is a really interesting take to go ahead and have." So just real quick, because I, I don't really want to give away too much about this movie. This is something I really want people. I know we typically like to go full spoiler, but I really want to give people a chance to discover this for themselves. So as I mentioned, the movie is written by uh, C.N. Hedder, 
Uh, Amelia Jones, of course, plays Ruby. Uh, Troy uh, Kotzer plays Frank, her dad. And uh, uh, Marley Madeline, which uh, who I was so surprised. I was like, oh shit, this is Marley Madeline. Hell yeah. Uh, you know her from Children of the Lesser God, uh, uh, Excision, uh, of course, the Comedy Central roast of former President Donald Trump. Ugh, so sad I have to say former president. But. The thing I love, oh, and pardon me, uh, Daniel Durant, who plays uh, Leo Rossi, who is uh, her older brother. The thing I love about this movie, you have people in this movie who are actually, you know, deaf, going ahead and playing these roles. And the movie has a way of articulating uh, signing when it comes to the softer moments or the softer tones or, you know, uh, terms, circumstances. You know, it's done in a less aggressive way, but when there's more of a heavy emotion to it, the way people sign, it comes across more aggressive. And it's a subtle thing, and and I mentioned that in my uh, Hawkeye review, which you can check out. But it was something I just went, you know what? It's a subtle thing, but I appreciate that that's here. And one of the things, or the main thing I'll say, that this movie really got across to me that I just didn't think about is the fact that uh, Ruby is the one person in the family who's able to hear the amount of awkward circumstances and situations that that could go ahead and uh, present. So uh, Ruby, Frank, and Leo all work on this fishing boat and they're going ahead and they're selling their fish to this, this guy who basically runs the dock. And there is a point where the guy is just flat out ripping them off. It's he, and he's not even really being slick about it. He's just like, "Yep, I'm the only business in the town. What are you gonna do?" It, it's it's fucked up, but that's what he's doing. So that's a subplot. But then we get to the point where, uh, where Amelia's Ruby goes ahead and she starts singing. And again, something I didn't even think about. Oh, Ruby likes to sing. How does she know if she's a good singer? Because the people who are around her the most can't hear her sing. And I just went, huh, that would actually make singing more horrifying (laughs) because you don't know if you're good or not. And Ruby, of course, discovers that she loves singing. And there's this point where she's singing uh, some Marvin. I just went, okay, girl, go ahead. And the thing this movie does is that it feels it takes those elements from from school of rock where you just like to watch the performance beats and you're like oh wow these these kids are really into the music they're playing but between uh amelia and uh, her co-stars the movie comes across so genuine in the way that these performances feel real they feel raw um her co-star uh fredia walsh Pilo, who plays Miles, Ruby and Miles have that classic, you know, um, coming of age story. Um, he's from Sing Street. I knew he looked familiar. He's Cosmo on Sing Street. Okay, that was bo- bothering me. Sorry. Um, if you've not seen Sing Street, perfect double feature of this and Sing Street. But uh, this gentleman, my goodness, you want to talk about these two just having this incredible chemistry. Um, they get assigned a duet where they're singing, you're, uh, you're all I need. 
Uh, and, oh my god, just absolute chills. There's a scene where they are trying to sing looking at each other uh, because they're <laughs> they're very eccentric uh, choir uh, choir director uh, played by Eugenio or Derbez uh, Bernardo uh, or, or sorry, uh, Eugenio Derbez who plays Bernardo Villabalo, uh, Villalobos pardon me. Uh, he stars in, uh, in this, uh, Instructions Not Included. He was in the Overboard remake. He was in Dora and Lost City of Gold. But what I love about his performance here, and, and admittedly, he is an actor that is very, uh, that's very hit and miss for me. But what I loved about him is that you felt, you truly felt the passion of this director who wanted to see um, Ruby reach her full potential. And it's one of those things where you go, th- there's nothing more powerful than a, than a, teacher or professor who goes ahead and believes in you there's nothing more powerful because you feel like you can do anything if there's a teacher who's genuinely pushing you to be the best version of yourself and that's exactly what uh what bernardo is doing here and it's one of those things that while i'm watching the movie i just went man i'm i'm really just rooting for ruby not just because I want her to get out of her circumstances, but because she just seems like a good person. I just want to see her do well. And Bernardo has this conversation with her where he talks about the fact that, you know, I don't waste my time. Um, you know, if I'm offering to help you out and tutor you outside of class, it's because I see something in you. And that's where... I have to give the movie a lot of credit for taking the swing because I feel like a lot of people are going to be, are going to kind of go, why are you making fun of, you know, these people who can't hear what the fuck this movie has the guts to go to the fact that if you're the one person who could hear in your family, your parents could gaslight you into just not having your own life. There's this point where her mom, uh, where uh, Ruby's mom, Jackie, again, uh, Marley Matlin's character, you know, they go ahead and they have their, you know, their fishing business where they're selling fish. And basically, Ruby is going ahead and she's uh, auditioning or preparing to go ahead and audition for this, uh, this music college. And her mom is going oh you want us to fail you want this business fall apart you're the one who's able to sign for us like you need to be here because there's this news story where they're doing on us and it's one of those things where you go wow she is trying to be the best version of herself and get prepared for this audition and go ahead and go off to college but her mom is gaslighting her in a way that she feels guilty about trying to live her own life. And it's a really tragic thing. And the movie goes back and forth in the sense of, you know, it, it would have been very easy for this movie to present uh, Ruby just as this, you know, snot nose, like bratty kid who didn't know any better. But the movie really does point out the fact that no, Ruby wants to be there for her family, but at the same time, she has her own wants, her own needs, her own passions, her own motivations, which she should be allowed to have. And I love how uh, Daniel Durant, as I mentioned earlier, who plays her older brother, Leo, uh, her only sibling, I love how they're giving each other shit. There's a point where, you know, you know he... Uh, 
she signs by shit face and she he signs back by twat waffle and he really does have some resentment towards her because she's seen uh ruby at least is seen as a saint because she's sticking around and going ahead and helping the family out and at the end of the day, Leo wants to go ahead and be his own man, and there are that's a subplot in itself. Um, as far as complaints about this movie, and I, I'm just being very blunt, I have talked about the fact that I do not like the city of Boston. Uh, damn you, Boston, you suck. But I love the way that this movie goes ahead and, and treats students for inquire it doesn't treat them like they're stupid but it definitely it, it kind of helps to wipe away that stigma of oh choir is just something you kind of show up to and just try like um like the teacher uh, bernardo he really is pushing his kids to really not just be good but to be great and go ahead and take this seriously like this isn't some you know elective you just piss away like he's really trying to teach these young men and women something and that's something that i don't think we see enough of in certain films as far as how teachers are portrayed uh they're made they're quite often portrayed as slackers but this teacher really wants to go ahead and provide a great experience and there's this scene early on where ruby runs out when uh, when Bernardo's trying to figure out if you're an alto or a soprano, or as he puts it, just watch too many episodes of Glee. And 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 uh, Ruby and Bernardo have this really cool conversation that I really enjoy. There, I, I'm going to be very blunt with y'all. I, I don't have a complaint about this. This is one of those movies that and again, I'm being kind of intentionally vague because there's, there are some scenes that happen throughout the film I don't want to spoil for people. But when I got to the end of this movie, especially where it ends up and where the journey kind of ends up uh, for Ruby, I just found myself so happy and filled with glee and just really... There's no reason to do a sequel to this, but this was one of those films I just went, man, I feel good after watching this. And I really hope this is something that people discover on Apple TV. Uh, it's on a lot of people's best of. I would highly recommend you spend the, I think it's $5 a month for Apple TV. And go ahead and watch this and give it a shot and see what you think. But for me, this is a, ooh, what do I want to give this? I don't really have a complaint about it. And I, you know, I'm gonna give it an A. I'm gonna give it an A. I, I don't think it's a fan fucking tastic, but it did make me cry. It really made me feel artistically inspired. Uh, some of the scenes that uh, Ruby has, the, the the scene that Ruby has with uh, Marley Matlin and Troy uh, Kotzer about going to school initially. That's all I'll say. But that scene was beautiful heartbreaking it just brilliantly acted across the board so yeah this is a solid a for me though and it's something everyone needs to watch and see if, see if it belongs on your uh, best of or not but i absolutely adore this movie and i really hope this isn't just pushed aside as we get into you know golden globe and oscar season because this is something that people need to see so i absolutely adore this but uh yeah 
uh, Coda, what did you, uh, what did y'all think? Please let us know in the comments. So you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us most places you listen to podcasts: SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, to name a few spots. And you can like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. And don't forget to uh, follow yours truly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. We'll have reviews up here soon for Scream, uh, the new one, uh, including the original Scream. Because I have not, I've only seen the original Scream once. So I'm going to watch that before I go into the new one. So I'll have reviews for, up for both of those, as well as Ghostbusters After life um let me think what else come on come on power of the dog the lost daughter along with some other stuff but everyone thank you so much for listening take care of each other wear a mask get your vaccine shot if you haven't yet uh stay safe out there and we will talk to you soon thank you so much for your support